Leading up to the 2020 presidential election, we're going to hear a ton about immigrants and the border and the immigrant problem we have in America. But I bet nobody's going to talk about the real immigrant problem we have in America. Conor McGregor. This bully got arrested again. Let's talk about it. I am Boston Rob. This is the Boston Rob Show. This show is like Goodwill Hunting, if it was a podcast. We'll laugh. Conor McGregor is going to make some poor fool cry. And it will be Conor's fault, not Will's fault. We'll say, not your fault, Will. But it's Conor's fault. The guy's a bully. And of course, we're calling out those who are suspect. Conor, you've made the list. Now, if you didn't know, he was arrested, I don't remember when, from throwing like a a dolly and a trash can through a bus window at the Barclays Arena in Brooklyn. Now, he's been arrested again and only five days off of probation. He just wrapped up his probation. I'm guessing if he had done this last incident while he was on probation, he might be deported. Which at this point, I just think, let's deport him. If this guy's running around harassing people, get him out of here. He doesn't need to come here and earn some other immigrants' money that they could be earning in the UFC. Get this clown the F out of here. It sucks when somebody comes up from nothing, is truly self-made, has everything to lose, has worked so hard, and then they just turn out to be a clown and a bully. We'll talk about it in a second. I'll go through everything that happened. We'll talk about my thoughts. And we'll talk about when I tried to Google what good has Conor McGregor done? I literally tried to put in, like, what what has Conor McGregor done that's good? And it was hilarious that came, what came up. I, uh, I'll tell you about that in a second. But I think there's something else really important that probably isn't going to get much news. Two pretty big people in America committed suicide. Now, they're both women. One of them, a former boxer, the daughter of the great champ, George Foreman. You might know him from his grills. Frida Foreman at 42... Wow, that's a lot of Fs. Frida Foreman at 42 years of age committed suicide. That's insane, man. That's so sad. You figured this woman who... From what I read, was pretty smart, had a degree or a couple degrees, had kids, grandkids. I mean, this lady had a lot and she hung herself. And then I'm still scrolling through the news after I read that and I see Kelly Caitlin, USA cyclist, Olympic champion. I don't know if she won the gold or what she did, but she was a Olympian. And the news story just said dead at 23. And I thought, oh, that's weird. Like, what happened? Some gnarly accident? I read that story. Another suicide. She was found in her dorm room at Stanford or some some elite college. And I just thought, man, that's, that's crazy. It's sad. And I bet there won't be too much news coverage. In fact, I think Frida Foreman was found. I can't believe I'm saying so many Fs in those sentences. Frida Foreman found, like, last week... And I hadn't heard nothing on it. Maybe now the news is breaking, but I just think it's sad that, you know, these women who it's very uncharacteristic for them to 
commit suicide or, or I mean, just it's it's baffling to me when people commit suicide. But the fact that it's people of this stature, you know, people that are pretty, pretty talented, pretty well off. You figure an Olympian who's going to an Ivy League school, even though she's 23. And I guess, you know, leading up to this, she had a, a suicide attempt. She had wrote an article about how it, how tough it is to juggle being an Olympian in Ivy League something and something else. And I get it. But does no one in the, their life, you know, reach out to them and go like, hey, you're so talented. Just take a break. You know, get yourself better. There's no other way to put it than this. It's like when you're in an airplane and they go through the safety course, that little, <laughs> I can't believe I called it a safety. When they, when they go through the safety training at the beginning of your flight, no, when they, when they walk you through and they're like, listen, in case of an emergency, when the mask drop down from the ceiling, fix your mask first before you help somebody else. You got to take care of you and then you can help someone else. Because if you start trying to help somebody else and something, I don't know what would happen. All the air gets sucked out and you can't breathe. Guess what? You're not helping anybody at that point. You're effed. So you got to get your little mask on and then you can help other people. That's the same thing in life. Everyone needs to take heed of that. Maybe these people had not been on planes. Of course they had. Who hasn't been on a plane nowadays? Now, I'll never forget. My mom was like, you know, I didn't go on a plane till I was 20 something. My mom was broke. So she grew up in the ghetto. She would always hold that over my head. I was like, and, and that's my fault. I was on a plane at a young age. Like, you guys were the ones that moved. I had to go on a plane. I was a baby. <laughs> she would always be like, I didn't see a plane until I was 28. Uh, okay. And? Are you mad at me? Because I was the baby that went on the plane with you? I don't, I don't understand what you're getting mad at me for here, Ma. <laughs> but, I don't, really, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. But everybody needs to take heed that advice. You gotta help yourself in case of an emergency. If that mask drops down, which in life, if if you're feeling suicidal, that's in case of an emergency. That is your emergency, folks. And at that point, you need to take care of yourself. Put your mask on. And I wish somebody in either of these women's lives could have just sat them down and told them that. And then applied pressure. I don't know how that comes in, but what I mean by that is, you know get them to therapy start really getting intervening in their life because if somebody's already tried suicide and they're talking about it again you really gotta get in there and shake them up because it gets dark and people see no way out and if you've been a listener of my podcast you know i talk about suicide happens when people lose hope that's why it doesn't matter if you're rich poor have everything going for you or nothing going for you You could have nothing going for you, but you got hope that tomorrow you're going to hit the lottery. Tomorrow, that job interview is going to go through. Tomorrow, you know, you'll find that person. Tomorrow, uh, you'll see your children. Whatever, whatever situation in your life, you could have nothing, not a penny to your name, not have a home, but you could have hope. And then we see these people who are Olympians and daughters of great boxers. 
I hate to put her like that, but that's all, that's all I know her really of. And it's not meant as disrespect, but it's meant as like, hey, you were born into a great family, an empire somewhat, a, a grill empire. One of the best grills ever, by the way. I lived off the Foreman Grill for years. I'm shocked I still don't have one. When I moved the last time, my last single move, when I when I was single, and then I knew, you know, this is the one, and I moved out, and I moved in with the woman who's my wife now. I left my Foreman Grill behind. I got to get me one again. But when, you know, you're born into that Foreman Grill empire, it's like, hey, man, I don't think you're worrying about keeping the lights on. And I guess you got to worry about hope. The shocking thing is, I guess Justin Bieber is even going through some ish. Which, of course, that makes big headlines. I'll tell you about Justin Bieber's Instagram post telling people he's how he's feeling. And he's not, he's not trying to be weird. Um, but he's just got to let everybody know what's going on with him. I'll tell you about Justin Bieber's Instagram post next. So it's weird, man, talking about this, but I I just need to bring it up because if people of this stature, of this wealth, of this fame, of this talent are committing suicide, I feel like, you know, of course, everyday people be struggling. The broke folks know how hard the struggle is. And it's almost ironic what Justin Bieber is saying in his Instagram post. But I just, I, I want to make mention that, you know, Frida Foreman at 42 years of age, which that's a lot of alliteration in a few words, killed herself. Kelly Caitlin, more alliteration, weird. At 23, I mean, this girl was going to an Ivy League school. She was a U.S. Olympic. I don't know if she was a medalist, but just an Olympian. You know, you think these people have so much, and then you realize they got it all except for hope. And they're taking their own lives. You know, and I'm reading these articles, too, about the suicide rate is jumping. The opioid uh, overdose rate is skyrocketing it's it's jumped like tenfold in the past i don't know 10 years maybe even last five years that rate is it's horrifying at what's happening to our country but also finding out that like the suicide rate from 2016 to 2017 rose six percent when on average it's been rising only four percent like that's terrifying man people are finding our society more and more hopeless which they have good right to i mean Things suck, man. It, it, there's such a divide between the wealth, the haves, and the have-nots. And it feels like, you know, the politics have just been bought out by money. I don't want to get into it, but got to make mention. You know, you're the praying type. Say a prayer for their families because e, that's hard to recover from. But Justin Bieber, I guess he's struggling too. My God. Even the Canadians with their free health care are struggling. Nah, he lives here in America. But here's what his post said. He put a picture of him, Kanye West, his manager, Scooter. God, that guy. Uh, all in like a arm-locking, arm arm-to-arm circle where it looked like they were bowing their heads praying. And 
in the post he wrote, just wanted to keep you guys updated a little bit. Hope just want to keep you guys updated a little bit. Hopefully what I'm going through will resonate with you guys. Oh, okay. So he's saying, uh, hopefully a little bit of this, of what I'm going through will resonate with you guys. Meaning you, you average people who have no money, who spend your hard earned dollars to come see me in concert and buy my CDs and make me filthy rich. So I can drive around like a jerk in my sports car and spit at people. Then he continues on. He didn't say that. That was my commentary. Then he says, I've been struggling a lot, just feeling super disconnected and weird. I always bounce back, so I'm not wired. I don't know what that means. Just wanted to reach out and ask for you guys to pray for me. And then he goes on to say something about, this is the most human season I've ever had, which I will face head on. And I'm like, what? The most human season? Dude, you've, you've, you've had wealth since you were like eight years old. You don't need to rub it in your fans' faces that, like, you're finally feeling human. <laughs> you know, we all feel human all the time. We have those real struggles. And this clown is like, you know, guys, I just want to say today, I'm not feeling like a Greek god. I'm really not feeling like the Adonis I usually am. I'm feeling pretty human, pretty mortal. Oh, <laughs> but it just goes to show you can have Justin Bieber F you money. You can drive around in a fast car spitting at people of just being a jerk so much so that everybody in your neighborhood hates you and still not have hope. You can have all that gumption to just be a jerk to people and not have hope. It's it's amazing. That's why I say just like in the airplane case of emergency you got to put your mask on first got to take care of yourself so if you're struggling out there you know take some time just think you might be super talented you might not have the money struggles that i can relate to you might whatever your issue is if you got to take a time out and just call something off or just go you know what i need to better myself i need a, a me day you know america doesn't teach us to do that workplaces teach you that you're weak if you need a day everyone here it seems like is like oh what a what a wuss but the truth is is like man people are just killing themselves literally so don't let that happen now i'm going to talk about conor mcgregor and our immigrant problem but i just had to bring that up because i feel like yo if even bieber's posting pictures of him praying next to kanye west which by the way Nobody gets to pray with Kanye. And you would think, like, Kanye probably has a direct line to God the way he talks about himself. So I'd imagine, like, God's probably got to hear his prayers first, right? If not, he it, maybe he was praying to Kanye. I don't know. That's very sacrilegious for me. So I'd like to think not. But what, I mean, that just epitomizes being hopeless right there. There's so many people that that would just give anything to see Justin Bieber and Kanye West together in, a, in an embrace. And here Bieber is posting that photo saying, can you guys pray for me? <laughs> and people are like, dude, you're, 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 you're praying with Kanye. That's pretty awesome. That's got to be cool. That's got to be like an uplifting point of your day. And he's like, no, I'm just super disconnected. Didn't even realize Kanye was there. I'm so out of it, man. I'm feeling human. Oh, God, get over yourself. Just, you know what Bieber needs to do? He just needs to sit back wherever he is and look around him. Go, look at this beautiful house. 
Look at my beautiful wife. Look at my beautiful cars. Look at my beautiful friends. And just realize, like, dude, you, you got a lot to be thankful for. That's the one thing my wife taught me. That, like, whenever you're in that space, start thanking God for things. Because that's the truth right there. If you're feeling hopeless, start going, you know what? Thank you, God, that I'm not sick right now. Thank you, God, that none of my family is injured or sick right now. Thank you, God, for my beautiful children. Thank you, God, for my beautiful wife. You start doing that, you start writing down all the things you do have, all of a sudden you feel that hope start to bubble up. And that's what... I I don't want to go down this road, this ranting road right now. But that's what really pisses me off about these cats like Bieber and even the two girls that committed suicide and when Brody Stevens did and Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington and Anthony Bourdain. It's like, yo, they have so much to be thankful for. So much. Now, mental illness or not, when you have that much money, you should be throwing some money at your mental illness to make yourself better. You know, especially if you got friends, family, especially you got kids. But that's the bummer about this. Like these jackholes don't even realize like, yo, you have a million things. You should be praying and thanking God for everything you've got right now. Maybe the the ego within them thinks that like, oh, well, this is all because of me. I'm so great. And I don't know why I'm feeling human right now. I should feel immortal. But, like, these asshats are posting photos, praying with Kanye, asking, you know, regular folks that probably spent their last dollar buying that new single on iTunes, supporting these dudes. I I get it. Everybody needs prayers at some points, but check yourself, Bieber. All right. The immigrant problem that nobody's going to talk about in the 2020 election race is the Conor McGregor one. How is this dude still here? Okay, if you don't know, he threw a dolly through a bus window at the Barclays Center, like after a fight or I don't even know. If you saw the videos, you know what I'm talking about. It just looked like a bunch of thugs running around. It was definitely not something like that should be the video that they're playing when they're talking about the immigrant problem. Like, how is this dude still allowed in America if he's acting like this? I get it that he is a fighter in the UFC, but can he really not tell the difference when he's inside the cage and outside the cage? Or if he has that much of an anger issue, how is he still employed? Now, this clown, (laughs) I I can't believe I'm going to be talking about this because it just seems like, yo, you have so much money. You have a newborn kid. You have a wife. Why are you acting like this? What happened was he was coming out of a hotel in Miami at 5 a.m. A fan was coming out with him. The fan tried to take a photo because it's Conor McGregor and he's a famous UFC fighter. I would imagine that happens a lot. Well, Conor wasn't having it. Slapped the phone out of his hand. Smashed it when it landed on the ground. And then stole the smashed phone. Which at that point, it's like, just salt in the wound. Like, buddy, you already slapped my phone out of my hand. You didn't. I didn't get the photo. It's all blurry now. I can't tell it to you. Then you smashed it, but then you robbed me? It's like, at least let me keep my phone so I can pay the $100 insurance deductible and get a new one. Phones are like a grand nowadays. You don't have to rob the dude. So the guy files a police report, which rightfully so, you know, somebody steals your phone. It's like, yo, you got to do that. The whole thing was caught on video, thank goodness, because, you know, now there's proof. Like, this dude's just running around being a jerk. 
You don't want people taking a picture of you at 5 a.m.? Guess what? Be home with your kid and wife, you jerk. Well, he was arrested and his bail was only $12,500, which I go, really? That's, you know, that's a joke. You can't give him that kind of bail when you give other people broke folks $500 bail, which nobody can make that. Can't make 50 bucks. But I'm imagining he's out and I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt on this, okay? Because if you don't know that that throwing the dollies and the trash cans at the buses in Brooklyn uh, cost him some stuff in the UFC. I don't know what. I didn't follow it. I was kind of disgusted with the way he acted. But I do know he was on probation. And when this incident happened where he robbed the dude of his smashed iPhone, he had just gotten off probation five days earlier. So if this had happened while he was on probation, probably different situation with the bail, probably deportation but he 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 dodged the bullet this cat got so lucky so what i want to do is give him the benefit of the doubt i was like let me try to google some stuff on conor mcgregor so i don't have to do this podcast i could go you know what he's a pretty good guy this that the other thing because i know his up and coming story his like rags to riches story is pretty cool it's pretty inspiring it's like a on welfare who's a plumber at some point like all this stuff and then he becomes one of the top fighter in the UFC. You know, the sweetheart of the UFC. This dude's trying to cross over and beat up Mayweather in boxing and just doing all this rad stuff. He's got a mouth on it. Like everything you think you would like about him. Except he can't stop when he leaves <laughs> the octagon. So I'm Googling and I find this thing. 20 things you didn't know about Conor McGregor. I go, okay, there's got to be something good in there. I'm reading this list and it's all BS. It's like, oh, you didn't know he was on welfare. I'm like, everybody, if you are know Conor McGregor's name, you know the basics of his story. You know his rags to riches story. Don't tell me that stuff. Then some of them were like, he can't be distracted from fighting. I'm like, well, that's very obvious because he fights everywhere he goes, whether he's in the UFC or not. But then I read this, that apparently he was bullied when he was younger and he was very vocal about it and he has a disdain he hates bullies well how does that work because he is a bully that's all he's doing he's bullying people like i get it if he's gonna bully people in the ufc but bullying just people on the street like dude that's not fair you got paid the most money out of anybody in the world to beat people up you can't do it on the street you know, it's like that should just be the that should be the gentleman's rule. Like unless someone's really provoking you. I don't mean taking a photo. God, it, it, that bugs me more than anything. And once I read that, that like, oh, he was once bullied. I went, oh, well, bro, if you were bullied, then F you. You know, you're on the suspect list. You're out of here. I can't like you. I can't like you because once you turn into that thing that you were trying to fight, the hero becomes the villain then get out of here. I think, you know, this is the immigrant problem that we got. These dudes that come here, take other immigrants' jobs, because you know there's other immigrants that are trying to fight in the UFC, and they'll probably be humble about it. I know there are. I can't think of the, the dude's name. But I know there are those cats. And I say, give them a chance. Send Connor back to Ireland. Let him fight and whatever. Do they still have the, uh, what war was going on over there? The IRA? 
can he fight in the IRA? I I don't know. But I'm I'm severely disappointed that a dad, he's a dad now, is running around bullying people, slapping phones out of the hands. Now I wouldn't say this to his face, but he's a punk. <laughs> All right, listen. Like I said, if if you're feeling hopeless, Remember, when you get on a plane, you got to help yourself. In case of an emergency, please take care of yourself. And please take care of me and my podcast. If you have not, and you listen on iTunes, go down and rate this five stars. I, I thank you so much for taking the time to do that. It only takes a split second. You just hit all five stars, and it's over. It would mean the world to me. I know there's a few of you that have done it, and I thank you so much. If you haven't, please go do it right now. I'm wrapping up the podcast. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, because I try to podcast every other every other day. But if you subscribe, you'll realize that most of the time it's every day. I will put out a podcast almost every day, and you'll be alerted if you are a subscriber. Also, the weather's starting to change here in Salem. So that means I'm getting back out shooting videos. If you have not become a subscriber to my YouTube channel, go to youtube.com backslash Boston Rob ROB 619. And you can subscribe there. You can watch all my videos. I have two shows, the Boston Rob show and Haunted Salem. I'm going to be doing some great haunted videos coming up as soon as the snow gets off the ground. I thank you so much for listening as we wrap this up every time. Much love. Spread love. Peace.